Good evening, disc golfers. Joe here with Joe's Disc Golf, and I have got some wrap-up from the Waco Championship round. Yes, Waco Championship. Waco 2021 is in the books, and we have our winners. Yes, yes, it was exciting. On the men's side, there were fireworks. There was excitement. There were shots thrown, shots fired, discs in the ground, discs in the air, discs in the basket. Discs were everywhere on the MPO side. It was fantastic to watch. We had some crazy things happening there, like for the fact that Ricky Waisaki finished tied for 11th. He moved down seven spots today. He was in fourth place. He did not take a single par until hole 13. He had a double bogey, a bogey, a string of pars, an eagle in there, another double bogey, two pars, a triple bogey, two more pars, and he finished with a bogey on 18. Ricky Waisaki finished three down on the day. He was kind of all over the place. I mean, hole one was just, he had a great shot. It just had this slow, casual roll. He missed the comeback putt after going OB, and it just was not not his day. He um he looked like he was making a push there up until those couple uh double and triple bogeys there at the end, but that was not not great. But the big story here was the battle between Kale Lavisca and Nico LaCastro. Kale jumped up and just started. He went from fourth to second place. He was just battling and he was on a roll. I mean, no nothing against Nico here. Nico went seven straight birdies. Paul Uliberry went six straight birdies to start this tournament. And then Nico, eight, nine, 10, 11, par, par, par. Uh, hole 12, he got a bogey there. It wasn't a great bogey. He he missed a lot of putts. Like there at the stretch there, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, that whole stretch there, the putter just, I don't know if he checked his score and then he kind of saw where he was and it just, like, for whatever reason, his putter just started failing him until hole 16. Hole 16, he got, oh, he got the putt going. He got it going in a big, big way. Nico drains one. Nothing but net from 77 feet away in a headwind. In a headwind. That's how good he was playing. He, whatever it was, he shook it off and was just like, nah, nah, brah. I got this dog, yo home skillet he's got it it was jump butt it was beautiful sorry that was that was not 16 that was on 17 he did have a great birdie on 16 too that not not to be you know outdone there kale lavisca at this point was one stroke behind nico lacastro going into these couple holes here he matches him though not as impressive he had a 25 footer with a tailwind still fantastic job the wind at waco today was far far lower the high temperature here according to udisc was about 74 degrees with the wind being 13 miles an hour dropping down to six like it was not bad at all compared to what these guys were battling through the last two days the wind might as well have not even been there it was less than half of what it was moving on to hole 18 kale lavisca still one down still has the box takes it throws a beautiful shot, gets all the way across the water. He's about 125 feet out. Nico says, nah, not going to go across the water, brah. Not going to do it. 
So he drops one pin high. All he has to do is shoot straight across the lake. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. He throws it, drives it into the hill the basket's on. It slides right up to about six feet away. Kale, man, he gave it a run. He's like, I see what you're doing there. In order to force the playoff and try to get this, I got to sink this. I got to sink this shot. Got to do it. Got to get the bird. And he throws it. He gives it a hell of a run. Puts it just short. Unfortunately, it does go OB into the water. Not a big deal. He had a two-stroke lead on Bradley Williams, so it was fine. He went OB. He ends up getting him by a stroke. So Kale LaVisca takes second place solo for this. Nico LeCastro battles a hand injury. He was battling something fierce there. He uh, was at a skating rink and did one of those little punching bag things. How hard can you punch? And he swung through and hit the soda machine behind him. No word on how hard he actually punches, but the uh, soda machine is still out for repair. Unfortunately, that forced him to go out of the All-Star weekend and he had to miss Las Vegas because of this hand injury. And you can see he showed on screen that his knuckle was a little messed up. It looks like things were pretty bad. Things have, could have been really bad there. He could have ended up with, say, a boxer's fracture. He could have messed up his hand even more than he did. He's lucky nothing is broken. Speaking from a sports medicine standpoint and punching inanimate objects that don't move like that never ends well. I've got many a story of athletes punching lockers. And then I tell them that I can't fix stupid because that's how I roll. Because when you punch inanimate objects, I know it was an accident. I know Nico didn't do it on purpose. But just in general, if you're mad, don't punch a wall. It's not going to end well. But Nico, good job, buddy. Like, he struggled there. Like I said, 8 through 15, the putt was not there. His drives were a little off. He was just not looking like himself. He was not looking like the Nico of one through seven, but he had built up enough of a lead where he was able to stave off Kale LaVisca. He ends up taking it with a total of 26 down on the round or on the, on the whole tournament on the round. He was eight under par Kale LaVisca finished a 23 under par and he shot nine down today. So he shot a hell of a round. He did great up until 18. He was bogey free and he took that double not a big deal. Still beat out Bradley Williams, who also shot bogey-free. Shot a 22 down. Shot five under par today. Great job. Calvin Heimberg jumping up to place fourth. Ends up 21 under par and eight down for the round. Big story, though. Paul Macbeth, 19 under par. Ties for fifth. Makes top 10, so that's good for him. That was uh, nine under par. Good job. A couple other things of note here. Gavin Rathbun, you might have remembered him from earlier, and he uh, he just he didn't have it. I think being lead card, he just it just got to him. He couldn't quite hold it off. He couldn't quite make things happen, but he still finished a respectable 18 under par tied for seventh. Good job. Ricky Waisaki trying hard through hole through the first 12 holes. The man did not have a par. Though he did have two double bogeys and a bogey and then a slew of pars with an eagle in there, he then managed to get a triple bogey, two more pars, and finished 18 with a bogey. Unfortunately, Ricky did not place top 10 
He was 17 under par, tied for 11th, dropping seven spots right there. Moving on to Eagle McMahon. God, the boy just could not catch a break. He did not do well at all. He won Las Vegas. He let his emotions definitely get to him. You could see him anytime he was on camera there. Towards the end of the first day, they would show clips on the second day. He was punching his bag. He was just getting mad, frustrated, letting his emotions get to him. And, you know, sideline spectator here, easier said than done. Keep your emotions in check. Keep them all in check. We've all been there. I've been there. Shoot, I played around today, and it took everything I had to not get riled up like that. And I'm not playing for anything. I'm playing Sunday doubles. The man here is playing for thousands of dollars. This is his job. I can totally understand getting frustrated. And like I said, easier said than done. Keep your emotions in check. But I think I think he's going to bounce back next week. I think it's going to be a good showing. He might be someone I pick for skip ace. But um, yeah, I would say then probably uh, if I'm picking him, I might stick away. Though in the end, I did all right because I also had... Uh, Paul Uliberry, who finished tied for 14th, so that's not bad. Um, I had Chris Clemens, Chris, or no, I had Chris Dickerson. You know, I had some, I had some good guys. So I think overall, Skip Ace did all right on the MPO side. But just want to say one more big congratulations, Nicola Castro, 2021 Waco Championship, Waco Champion. Good job there, buddy. A plus, gold star. Moving on to the FPO side, we've got Kona Panis. As I said yesterday, this was definitely hers to lose. She uh, she came in with a 10-stroke lead, and it was just like, all right, let's go. Let's see what happens. Kona, you have been making strides through 2020. You started out pretty well at the DGPT All-Star Weekend a couple weeks ago. You know, Las Vegas could have gone better, but still not bad. And Kona Star Panis shot a four down today, finishing at a whopping 16 under par. This is a Paige Pierce. This is a Katrina Allen style finish. She was 12 strokes ahead of second place, which is Own Scoggins. Thank you, Own, for coming back and getting me some points for Skip Ace. Maybe, maybe I don't have the exact kiss of death as I thought I did. Own came back. She looked fantastic. She took a bogey on the first hole, but that happens with the way that green is. If it gets a little away from you, it's very easy to roll. It, we saw it all the time there, so not a big deal there. But Kona Panis, she did great. Unfortunately, on nine, taking a double bogey on 10, she took a bogey. She had birdies on two, three, five, six, eight, 11, 12, and 16, and another bogey on 15 really just playing well that first that front nine well front eight we'll say looking fantastic just did not matter what anybody else was doing she's like i'm going out i'm gonna play my game screw you all i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do all right and you can come along for the ride if you want but i ain't waiting for you you're gonna have to work to catch me and i mean own did great she shot an eight down for the day it was just unfortunately that she started the day four over par. Sarah Hokum finished third place. She shot a five down, got her to three under par on the day. And Lisa Fakus, I finally heard someone say it, and that J is more like a Y. 
at least the way they said it on Disc Golf Network. Shot two down today, putting her two down for the whole tournament. Great job, ladies. It just, watching Kona was just, it was a work of art. She was just, whatever she wanted to do, save for 9, 10, and 15, which, you know, nothing wrong there. 9 was a difficult hole. 10 was a difficult hole. So, you know, good job there. Like, I mean, it just, I don't know. Like, it was, there were a lot of double bogeys or a lot of bogeys. Tons of people getting par. It was a difficult hole. But um, overall, she did fantastic. She she looked great. She only had uh, four times where she was really off the fairway. So that really just set her up for great positions to, to score. And that's really what you want. You want to be able to put yourself in a spot where you don't have to try that hard for a putt. And let me tell you, her putt was definitely on. She had a couple circle one putts, but she definitely had some longer circle or she had some circle two putts and she didn't unfortunately didn't bang them, but she did nail some pretty decent length uh, circle one putts. So good for her. She had a solid amount of tap ins, you know, wind was picking up there. Paige Pierce man, managed to actually pull something out. She moved up nine spots to take fifth place. She shot six down today, putting her at one under par for the tournament. Whole bunch of pars. She did. She was one of the people who, unsurprisingly, took a bogey on 18. That's a difficult hole for anyone. And the wind, the way the wind was blowing, the wind shifted. So instead of really helping your disc if you're throwing a backhand, it was that kind of cross headwind that as soon as you you went a little bit uh, nose down, it just, boom, straight down. Did not did not do so hot there. Valerie Mondajuano, she shot a two under par, putting her at one over on the tournament. She did a fantastic job too. Katrina Allen also did pretty well. That was another skip ace person there that I had. She dropped four spots to tie for seventh. She was a two over for today and a two over on the tournament. Unfortunately, sorry, uh, only Owen was able to escape my uh, death selection, apparently. Uh, I feel bad, again, for picking both of you. And then you both had bad tournaments. I blame myself because that's just how my luck goes. And I'm sorry. Next week, I'll probably end up picking, I don't know, Sarah Hokum seems like a good choice. I have to look at the course a little more. I don't know exactly what the course is like, so who knows? But uh, Sarah's up towards the top of my list. Kona is definitely two. Um, talking for the men's side, people I'm looking at that are potentials for skip ace here. I was thinking, you know, Chris Dickerson always is pretty solid. He he does actually do pretty well overall. He he doesn't win too often, but where his um, rating is and the cost of getting him on skip base, I think he's a solid choice. And in terms of big hitters here, I think, oh, uh, who 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 do I want for on the big hitters? Paul McBeth is usually a solid choice. He just had a rough weekend here. And um, Calvin Heimberg right there. I'm going to have to look at it. You're going to have to tune in Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time, or you can catch a replay, or you can subscribe to the podcast where I will go over my picks for skip base for the upcoming week. Thank you all for watching. I really appreciate you guys. The subscriber numbers have been going through the roof for me. I want to thank you all for watching and subscribing, liking, sharing, 
thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are the best, you guys and gals. Thank you. I always try to comment back if you leave a comment in the section here on YouTube. I don't always get back to it right away, but I will usually get back to it unless it's highly inappropriate, and then you might find it deleted if it even makes it through the YouTube censors. If you're listening on podcast, thank you all again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to rate and review. Uh, you can always comment on YouTube as well. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, at Joe's Disc Golf. Always willing to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you gals for watching. Thank you everyone for watching. You guys have been fantastic. I've been Joe. You've been awesome. Thanks for watching. Can't wait to see you all Tuesday morning, live 9 a.m. Eastern.